Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. And this is our coming soon and news segment where we cover all things that are coming out soon in the world of <laughs> film and news. Like it items. says in the name. In the world. The w- world. <laughs> and with me, I have Joel Cunningham. Hello. Hero. Hero. How are you, Matt? I'm doing well. Doing well. I'm excited that we don't have to to uh, be divisive on shark films this week. <laughs> we don't. Yes. We can be divisive together for another film that's yes, coming out. Yes, because weekend. we fall on the same side yes. with this coming out. <laughs> they must be still making money with these films. Otherwise, they yes. would not be releasing them. So there yeah. is someone that can be chided yes. softly. But before we dive into that, Joel, why don't you tell yeah. the lovely folks at home how they can get connected with us? Awesome. I can definitely do that. We've got a couple simple and cool ways. All of them are on the internet. Interwebs. Interwebs. So uh, the first one is our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. You can check out what we've got going on there. We're always posting good content. Uh, we have our newsletter that you can sign up for as well. Then in addition to that, we have our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. And uh, again, we're posting really cool, fun stuff up there. And it's a great way to get connected to us and talk directly to us. Yes. We'd love to hear your comments and thoughts on the episodes on there. And then additionally, we've got our Twitter and our Insta. Our Insta, right? Twinstagram. Yeah. Insta. Yeah. And you can find us at Real Review Media on both of those platforms. And then lastly, uh, we love hearing from you guys. We love hearing your thoughts. And especially with this segment where we're talking about news and coming soon stuff, we'd love to hear any news you are looking at, um, any shows or movies, actually movies, I should say, that you're looking forward to coming out soon. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, which you can reach us at our email, on our email at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Yeah, so do it. There you go. It's important. Super duper important. So let's go ahead and uh, shape shift into this next segment. (laughs) I wish I had a sound effects button board because I would do that. I will say that that is probably one of Michael Bay's, his like sound engineers are pretty legit. Amazing. He actually does really good sound design in his films, yeah. So, um, and explosions. So we're talking about this. this is, <laughs> we're only talking about one. This is the biggest and the main release coming out this weekend. And we're talking about Transformers The Last Night. And this is the fifth installment in the Transformers series. So humans and Transformers are at war. Optimus Prime is gone. The key to saving our future lies buried in the secrets of the past and the hidden history of Transformers on Earth. And this is directed by Michael Bay. No one else and uh, stars Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Hopkins, Josh Dumal, uh, Laura Haddock, uh, Santiago Cabrera, uh, Stanley Tucci again, and a number of other people as well. And uh, it's going to be a grand old time. Well, probably not. Probably not. It's probably going to be very similar to the last three. There's a couple things immediately beyond Michael Bay that tell me this isn't going to be What's that? that amazing of a film. Well, the writing credits, if you look at that writing cred- credit section on IMDb, you've got like eight people uh, that are attached story and screenplay by. I mean, I think actually it looks like seven people realistically that have all have writing credits for this sucker here. So it's kind of like, well, um, do you really need that many people to write a story about this? So what I mean, happened with this, and I know this from just news in the last couple of years, is after the fourth Transformers, mm-hmm. they wanted to like rebrand, right. and so they got this really cool like writers' room together yeah. of like a bunch of really cool people writing mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Um, and 
And then what happened, I, I think it just all fell apart because they like they probably came up with all this really cool stuff. They're going to have this big universe of Transformer stuff. And then Michael Bay was like, okay, I'm going to come do the fifth film now. And yeah. I think he was just like, you know what? I know you guys are doing this really sweet writer's room. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And just do a bunch of really silly things. <laughs> I, I The funny thing about these movies as well is that they're, I mean, if you're looking for just a silly, turn your brain off action romp, they're usually good for that. But the last couple ones have been so boring and tedious to me. It's like, I didn't realize that Michael Bay could do boring. You know, he's yeah. never been in the past. His films have been stupid and ridiculous and over the top, but it's never been boring. But it's like they've been almost playing it safe with the last couple ones, and they've just been going in very obvious kind of bland directions with stuff. So I feel like they're trying to be too serious. Yeah. Like he's trying to be way too serious. He's not a serious director, in my opinion. Uh-uh. Michael Bay is not at all. I will say I thought 13 Hours was probably one of his best movies since The Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say The Rock is probably my favorite by yeah. him, to be honest. But. So, yeah, I mean, what more can you say? It's a Mike Wal- uh, Mark Wahlberg film. I mean, it's it's going to be kind of... He said it's his last okay. one, <laughs> by <laughs> the way. Yeah. yeah say hi to your mother one. for me. Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which he has a daughter in this one, so he can tell her to say hi to your mother for me. Yeah. Yeah. So you got Anthony Hopkins. It's uh, it, The funny thing was about the... Tra- you got, you know, attractive girl lead number yeah. five um, at this point. Uh, the the trailer was hilarious to me because it's like they literally are like going through time and showing like they're like here are the knights of the round table here's the uh the nazis explosion it's like an explosion happening with the knights of the round table and an explosion happening with nazis and an explosion happening with like world war one or world you know it's yeah. like every time period there's like an explosion and then it's like they're trying to tr- rewrite the history of of what they set up in the first transformers where they're aliens you know they're coming down from a, you know cybertron yeah and um and then over the last several films it's like oh no we've been here the whole time you know like they've been <laughs> here since the beginning yeah and um and it, yeah it's it's a little silly too like you said they're showing all the time elements where there's you know transformers have been here and helped people through all the wars you know yeah. So, I mean, as far as my excitement for this goes, I'm not super duper excited, but it's kind of the only film that's coming out as yeah. far as like major wide releases, which is interesting. You would have thought maybe one of the studios would have held back a release that happened this last weekend right. um, because we had four big kind of big-ish releases going on. I feel like All Eyes on Me would have been actually better this weekend because then you would have had like kind of a biopic drama. Or counter-programming. Counter-program yeah. against the ridiculous over-the-top action romp, which is what this is going to be yeah well well well, michael bay he does uh he does visuals like no one else i feel like yeah like he's really fantastic when it comes to uh production design agreed the production Um, design are great special effects usually are rock solid yeah um it's sometimes really hard to tell what's going on a lot of his action scenes um as of recent they do have a great, uh, you have Jonathan Sela is the director of photography, same guy that did cinematography for John Wick. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, he can do really good cinematography. Yeah, I feel like he'd be the, right the type of guy when, you know, you think of John Wick, how you have those really cool extended one-take scenes. And yeah. They've done it in Transformers before where they follow, like, Bumblebee or Optimus fighting somebody and the camera just kind of tracks around. Even though it's a CG element, that you, they plan out the camera tracking around and yeah. that it's going to be a really epic one take fight scene and yeah yeah so i mean that's that's something to look forward to but for the most part um these movies are very tedious at this point yeah Yeah. 
It's kind of stretching out. I mean, they must be making... I'm thinking they make most of their monies on these in foreign markets. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's, absolutely. That's got to be where they're raking it all in. Yep. But uh, here in the American market, it's kind of like, really? Another one? Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got. So, on a scale, maybe one to 10, excitement levels, I get a three, yeah. Uh I go three also. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of around the same area. But, um, yeah, so I wanted to keep kind of on the same topic as we jump into our news segment. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're going to be talking about transformers, uh, as well. Uh, again, I guess I should say. Yes. And, um, this new piece of news actually is about the, that same writer's room. They come up with some other ideas that we're talking about with transformers. One of them is having a a standalone bumblebee film. Mm -hmm. We actually just got some more news on that and it's going to be, um, a bumblebee film that takes place in the eighties. And it's uh, going to be directed by uh, Travis DeKnight, I believe. Yeah, and and he's cool. He's one of the showrunners and producers on Daredevil. So we'll see how that goes. But with the one thing that they're saying, and this is interesting, if they can go this route, is they're going to get it back to kind of the story of the first Transformers, which is like about a boy in his car, or yeah. about a girl and his ca- and and her car. Yeah, because um, I think Haley Steinfeld's supposed to be the the lead in it. Okay. Um, and and it's going to be kind of like the Iron Giant, which the Iron mm-hmm. Giant was pretty solid movie. Yeah, um, it's it's an underrated yeah absolutely film for sure underrated classic. It's <laughs> gotten a lot more attention in recent years, like with the with the I, I don't know with the the growth and the expansion of geek culture and nerd yeah. fandom. Like it's gotten a lot more respect yeah. uh, than it probably should have or didn't that it, it needed need, needed to right. when it came out. It did yeah. So so um. So that's pretty cool. If they go that route, I think it has some potential. I think the biggest plus that we can all just kind of agree on here is if Michael Bay is not attached to this mm. to direct, yes. I think we have some promise in it actually being a true departure from what we've seen from the last four films. Right, which will be a healthy thing. I love the idea of going towards an Iron Giant kind of uh, story, which again was what made the first one not amazing, but a good film. Yeah. The first one is pretty good. I yeah. would actually say I actually enjoyed the first one. Me too. Because yeah, it was about, you know, the kind of relationship dynamics there. It wasn't so serious too. It was, yeah. it was, it was, it wasn't all, it wasn't all like doom robot doom. heaven right, 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 right. <laughs> and stuff going on. And I remember seeing the it end twice. of the world. And... I saw it twice in the theaters. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, I was like, well, first of all, obviously the visuals were unbelievable at the yeah. time. They're still, yeah. they're still pretty good. There's some times where they don't, they're not as good as they are now. Right. But uh, for the most part, I remember being like, wow, that looks like a real Transformer standing there, you know? Yeah. So. It'll be interesting. And it'll be interesting to see them, how they treat they treat this without that style of, you know, Michael Bay, which is so famous. You know, it's like the <clears throat> the low angles yeah. and the slow-mo and the, you know, speed ramps and like everything blowing yeah. up. It, I mean, it'll be good to see somebody else sort of <laughs> their take on this. A total of 42 jets la- launching from an aircraft carrier. Yeah, there's always some sort of like <laughs> whip pan overhead shot of like something flying by right. and, like from the ground up, like a person going, oh, like, you know, look <laughs> at that. I mean, there's so many Michael Bayisms at this point. It's yeah. just, it's, you could, we can make a whole podcast just on Michael Bayisms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, anyways, that's that gives me a little bit of hope. I'm I'm excited to see if they actually truly take that as a true departure from everything else, which I hope they do. Um, but what's the uh, what's the next bit of news, Joel? Yeah, so this is one I wanted to talk about because I just thought it was really cool. And yeah. it, there's been some talks about this, and I think some of it's already pretty well known, but they did officially uh, begin production of Godzilla 2, 
Yep. So the second, the follow-up to the Godzilla 1 movie that came out just a little while ago, which King was such a good King of one. Monsters. Yes. And so it's Godzilla King of Monsters, and they've released officially, and I don't know if the, how official this was before, but they do have an official list now of the um, other monsters. I don't want to say baddies at this point because we don't really know what role all of them are going to play. Like one sure. in particular, I think we know. Um but there's so there's three main the reason I'll explain why I'm saying that. But uh, there's Rodan, uh, Mothra, and then uh, Ghidorah. Yeah. And so those are the three main guys. And Ghidorah's kind of always been a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like they were they were always bad, and they were like the one of the chief bad guys. Like they were. I'm not super into like Godzilla lore and the whole story of it, but I do know <laughs> some of it. Um, I know enough. Um, Mothra was kind of always this good bad character. Like the some of the the, the funny thing about the Godzilla series is that. Godzilla's kind of a good bad guy. He's like an anti-hero. You know what I mean? He 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 protects people at times, but at other times he kind of just goes around destroying everything. So he's kind of good. He's kind of bad, mostly bad. But a lot of times they just use him as a means to destroy a worse bad. Sure. is kind of how he functions. But then in addition to that, there's other characters that um, there's kind of lore around them, like a weird, like especially with Mothra, there was like, you know, a weird Mothra lore. But they, they function as bad characters when they're first introduced but then they eventually come to like side with Godzilla and sort of be on his side. Mothra is like a great example of that and then um, I think Rodan as well at some point um, kind of makes the switch and sort of helps with uh, some different stuff with, with Godzilla. They kind of, they're like always like enemies but they're kind of like frenemies in a way at times oh, too. Okay. So uh, it's just interesting. I yeah. don't know if you have any thoughts I mean, what's your excitement? It's crazy that they're going from what was basically like one antagonistic character in the first film to like what's now three potential antagonistic characters. Right. Well, there's kind of like two in the first film. Yeah. But... They're of the same make. Yeah. I, guess yeah, is yeah. What I would say it's same like make and model. Yeah. It's like they're but... both Toyotas. They might be a different, you know, like, <laughs> but truck there's two, a... but there's two Toyotas. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So one I might be like a Camry and the other one's like a, a Corolla. A Corolla. Yeah. yeah but anyway, yeah. <laughs> weird metaphors. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not steeped in as much Godzilla canon as you are, Joel. Yes. I'm, but... I'm a master Godzilla fan. Yeah. <laughs> master lover. I do actually have, I'm going to admit this on, uh, podcast a about three foot tall Godzilla statue that I purchased at San Diego comic-con one year because they were I will explain why <laughs> they only sold a few of them I think they only have 500 that they've ever made when I bought it it was reselling online for a ridiculous like like, like, like leaps and bounds reselling these things because Godzilla is a pretty famous guy but I bought it I thought it was so cool I didn't sell it so oh, okay. I still have it I spent a little bit too much money on that so I'm kind of a fan of Godzilla but I'm also <laughs> like I couldn't say that like I've sat and I've watched every single Godzilla movie you know I don't know all the different lores I don't know all the different backstories I'm more of a fan of just like the idea of Godzilla you know I which is weird because I'm usually very anti like building of a universe yeah but it felt like this one was accomplished in a very natural way it was like they built on things as it was needed to be built right. on and as the, it, they didn't start it out with we're gonna build this gigantic godzilla empire and it's like if you look at the actual production of the original like the original original godzilla way back when it's actually very interesting how the whole thing came into being and i would definitely suggest our listeners check that out right so. for sure and um I, I know we've talked about this before as well but we are uh, kind of in the same mind as on the uh, 2014 Gareth Edwards yes. take on Gil- yeah. Godzilla, we both we both liked it. Yeah, a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah, and um, it's it's a divisive a little bit. I, mm-hmm. I there's not a lot of people that thought it was like okay. There's people that just really didn't like it, and 
Um, and I, sometimes I find myself in like groups of people where they're like, I hated that God's will. Yeah. And I'm like, I liked it. I raised my <laughs> hand kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, trepid, you know, in the corner, like, Hey, okay. There's elements that could have been improved on. Yeah. Um, and done better with, but yeah. But, um, I, I, know, I, I really, really liked it. Um, yeah. I saw it a couple of times in the theaters actually. So the, uh, just Godzilla too. I'm just really excited to see it. And with the promise of three monsters, I feel like we're going to, first of all, uh, attend to the gripe that a lot of people had where they didn't see a lot of Godzilla in the first movie, which I was okay with because I yeah. felt like it gave us that, that it reserve was more, to where there was that payoff at the end where yeah. Like, yeah, you know? I was fine with not seeing him so much. I think the big thing I heard a lot of people getting, I agree with that. It was also that like they would show him and you would expect this big fight was going to happen right. and then they would cut away. Right. And it was like you built up that there was going to be a fight and then it never yeah. happened. You so know, people, so that was people um, getting upset there. People are upset about that. I was okay with it, but yeah. I mean, you got a lot of monsters in this one coming up. And I think we're going to see a lot more of them. Obviously, yeah. I'm um, I'm more scared. I, I think this is cool. I'm excited for this. I'm more scared for the upcoming uh, Godzilla vs Kong. Right. Considering how horrible Kong was for me, yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. concerned about what that's going to look like. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I wasn't a huge fan of it though either. So. Um, I am. I'm a little bit hesitant with with uh, Michael Doherty. Yeah. Doing this movie. Yeah. I did not like Krampus. Um, I, I, Krampus. I actually did watch. I. I. It, you have to be in a certain mood to enjoy that movie. <laughs> it's. It's a weird movie. You know what it I mean? It's a weird movie. Because I thought it was cool for the first half until some weird stuff started happening in the yeah. middle. I was like, hey, but they yeah. did really good at tone. So maybe that'll be right. Maybe that that'll actually transfer really well because tone thought, and theme. That I mean, that's one of those horror movies that actually has a pretty strong theme, right? To, right, right you know, right. so so um, tone. It was very like cold and you're like, ooh, this is not a good atmosphere. Like you felt that in the movie. Right. So yeah, hopefully if that transfers over, I think we'll be just fine. Yeah, might have a Godzilla horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk about real quick, and I know this doesn't really fit here entirely perfectly, but I want to yeah, bring it, it up. Is this uh, is like our this is like our miscellaneous bag of right whatever. To another talk news about. item that I really like because we both like the the John. Wick movies. Yes. Um, and so Chad Stahelski, who did, who was on board for the first one, who uh, co-directed and then primarily took the reins for John Wick 2, yep. um, is going to be on board producing um, for the, what's going to be called The Continental, mm-hmm. which is going to be the television version of the John Wick universe. Um, where it's not going to be focused on John Wick, it's going to be focused on a number of different assassins and kind of how they interact with each other throughout this universe. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be done kind of in a gritty, realistic way that the movies are. Chad Stahelski was saying how he um, is kind of making it a mission to show people that you can do the same movie quality whether that, with the action choreography, the stunts of camera work, the one takes, those kinds of things, and to transfer that over into um, a television format, whether it yeah. be like a Netflix or an HBO or whoever picks it up, whatever yeah. it may be, and, um, and actually do that same quality yeah uh over the course of a television show the one of the biggest biggest things that i've always heard and we saw this even um with recently with iron fist one of the biggest things that makes or breaks um action set pieces and like hand-in-hand fights and stuff like that is uh, what the amount of prep and work that goes into filming and creating those shots for sure less than just what's happening in them. Like the choreography and everything is very important, but the actors need time to get that choreography for the fight scene and to figure out how that's going to work. The camera operators need time to figure out like best placement for different types of shots and different types of setups. So if that can be there, if they have the budget to correctly allow for that time, that prep time to be made, 
I totally agree. I and, mean, that's one of the things yeah. you have with films. Some of these actors are practicing their fights and their scenes and their action for months, months in yeah. advance with specialized trainers and everything like that. But like with Iron Fist, they talked about the guy had like a lot of times 15 minutes to prepare for sight scenes and it shows. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them yeah. are very bland and stupid and they don't yeah. feel very intense. Right. So, yeah. So like you said, I mean, yeah, uh, Keanu would be there for months practicing yeah. his scenes, especially on those. I mean, there's a lot of choreography that goes into it, not yeah. just like, I mean, obviously there's not really any dialogue when it's he's It's like fighting. a dance, you know? Right, but he's got to remember where to be, what he's got to grab, he's got to duck, there's bullets flying, he's got to do all these little things yeah. and remember all these things. It takes months to prepare. Absolutely. So I think if they do it in a sense where they're like, hey, you know, let's have a six episode first season. Um, and the good news is that John Wick, uh, both films still didn't really operate on that that big of a budget, right. you know? Right, So I think they could... They could um, scale it back and not focus so much on some of the like grand or like the regal environments. Yeah. That they might have I mean, been in. I would definitely encourage people like what, to what you're saying, go watch the behind the scenes footage of, of they did a really great behind the scenes for John Wick two. Mm. And they showed a lot of the production of the fight scenes and how he's running around and, and shooting people. And yeah. a lot of it is just, Steadicam. They had a simple lighting set up, and it's just a guy with a Steadicam, some his assistant there to help and help pull focus and everything, and then he's just walking around shooting people, and it's a choreographed, like I said, it's like a choreographed dance. Yeah, goes over here, does this move, uh, takes that guy down, shoots him in the head, moves on, goes over here, and the Steadicam is just following him around the whole time. So yeah. you think it's going to be like this huge production with like all these people and rigs and and it's like no, it's just like two guys right with a camera right. so yeah i agree those if you're gonna have them do it and that's, there's more to it than that don't get right, me wrong right. but like that's the the basic chunk of it you know so i think uh i don't know how much stahelsi is going to be involved in the day-to-day to like director side of it he's actually already started work on his stuff for john wick three hmm. so um we'll john see Wickier. yeah <laughs> john the wickiest yeah uh, John Wikipedia. John Wickier as I colon as I fled from a park. At the right, end. <laughs> exactly. So they definitely have an arc they want to take this. I think if he's on the in the reins in some way, shape, or form, whether it's a show running, producing, or something like that, he, I think, I think we're in good hands for. It. I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do with it. Obviously, just keep the same tone. Yeah, and I think we'll be all right. But I'm hoping what they do is this next one is it's John Wick three, the Matrix reunion. <laughs> they bring in all the Matrix people from Again. you know. Carrie Ann Moss yeah, shows up. Exactly. Starts going, you're the one, John Wick, you're the one. And they can oh, oh, another thing they said is that- got Morpheus. So. They might have, um, uh, in the show, the Continental, they might have like a brief cameo from Keanu, which he's a cool guy. I think cool. he would actually yeah. do something like that. It's more and more likely. I yeah. mean, it happens now with film and television being kind of yeah. a lot more ubiquitous. People are not- it's Same playing field yeah, almost. Same yeah, same playing field. So, I mean, with even with like Limitless, you know, they had- uh, uh, Brad Cooper, Brad Cooper, you yeah. know, in there. So we'll see. I'm excited. I think uh, I, you know, we talked about this. I don't love the fact that they're doing like these extended universe types things, right? But I'm gonna give it a chance. It's a trend, man. Everybody's doing it. Give it a chance. <laughs> yeah, everybody's doing it. Doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's gonna wrap it up for our episode of coming soon and news. Uh, but again, uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you think of some of these things. Um, and uh, if you get a chance to check out Transformers, send us an email. Tell us what you thought about it. Yes, I'm um, seeing it tomorrow. Yeah, hey, Blah. check it out. And um, <laughs> email us, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Find us on uh, social media, uh, facebook.com slash realreviewmedia or Instagram and Twitter at realreviewmedia. 
and our website, realreviewmedia.com and uh, sign up for a newsletter. You can connect to all the social medias from there. Uh, but other than that, you have anything else, Joel? Nope, I'm good. All right, well, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>